0: Welcome to SnoozeCast, the podcast designed to help you fall asleep. On SnoozeCast, we read excerpts from public domain works and occasionally original stories. Listen to us on SnoozeCast.com, like our Facebook page, and follow us on Instagram. We'd like to thank our listeners. If you enjoy our show, please write us a review on Apple Podcasts and also share it with a friend. This episode is brought to you by Glow Sticks. Tonight, we'll be reading A Princess of Mars, the 1912 science fiction fantasy novel by American author Edgar Rice Burroughs. Full of sword play and daring feats, the novel is considered a classic example of 20th century pulp fiction and of planetary romance. The story is set on Mars, imagined as a dying planet with a harsh desert environment. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few breaths chapter one on the Arizona hills I am a very old man how old I do not know possibly I am a hundred possibly more but I cannot tell because I have never aged as other men nor do I remember any childhood so far as i can recollect i have always been a man a man of about 30. i appear today as i did 40 years and more ago and yet i feel that i cannot go on living forever that someday i shall die the real death from which there is no resurrection i do not know why i should fear death i have had died twice and am still alive But yet, I have the same horror of it as you who have never died. And it is because of this terror of death, I believe, that I am so convinced of my mortality. And because of this conviction, I have determined to write down the story of the interesting periods of my life and of my death. I cannot explain the phenomena. I can only set down here in the words of an ordinary soldier of fortune, a chronicle of the strange events that befell me during the 10 years that my dead body lay undiscovered in an Arizona cave. I have never told this story, nor shall mortal man see this manuscript until after I have passed over for eternity. I know that the average human mind will not believe what it cannot grasp, and so I do not purpose being pilloried by the public, the pulpit, and the press, and held up as a colossal liar when I am but telling the simple truths which, someday, science will substantiate. Possibly the suggestions which I gained upon Mars, and the knowledge which I can set down in this chronicle, will aid in an earlier understanding of the mysteries Of our sister planet mysteries to you but no longer mysteries to me my name is john carter i am better known as captain jack carter of virginia at the close of the civil war i found myself possessed of several hundred thousand dollars confederate and a captain's commission in the cavalry arm of an army which no longer existed the servant of a state which had vanished with the hopes of the South. Masterless, penniless, and with my only means of livelihood fighting gone, I determined to work my way to the Southwest and attempt to retrieve my fallen fortunes in a search for gold. I spent nearly a year prospecting in company with another Confederate officer Captain James K. Powell of Richmond. We were extremely fortunate, for late in the winter of 1865, after many hardships and privations, we located the most remarkable cold-bearing quartz vein that our wildest dreams had ever pictured. Powell, who was a mining engineer by education, stated that we had uncovered over a million dollars worth of ore in a trifle over three months as our equipment was crude in the extreme we decided that one of us must return to civilization purchase the necessary machinery and return with a sufficient force of men properly to work the mine as powell was familiar with the country as well as with the mechanical requirements of mining We determined that it would be best...